Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. And we are the Markdown Movie Podcasters. Hey. It sounds weird on with headphones on. <laughs> yeah, no, he ain't used to uh, technology. Um, but, <laughs> That's another uh, shot from Aaron T. Whitlow. Tell him what we're doing today, Brandon. We are reviewing Scream 2. It is the 1997 uh, follow-up to 1996's Scream that was a major hit. Um, but I guess, Brandon, we both said this, that it was, it created maybe its own subgenre, which is like the, like the uh, meta, the meta horror, the meta slasher horror, I guess. I don't know. What not, not, well, what would you call that genre? Like the Scream type of movies? For me, it was more like a realistic tone. You know, I've never really understood the whole I Know What You Did Last Summer is like a Scream ripoff because I just don't see it. But something like Valentine, I do see. That's I think that's clear. Or, uh, or uh, Urban Legend, maybe? Yeah, Urban Legend, I, I see. I know what you did last summer. I just didn't. I don't see it. I don't feel it. I, everyone says it is though, so I'm blind to it. I, I just don't see it. But you know, uh, the uh, another movie that I, I believe was a, um, I would say genre setting type of film was actually. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and say Saw is it created yeah. that whole genre oh. of of uh, torture porn. You know, yeah. but it, I think that for what's worth, I'm not a big fan of the Saw series. But for for what it's worth, I think that it did set a trend of movies that's kind of try to capitalize from it, like Hostel, um, just anything that's kind of like gross out type of body horror. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Blair Witch. It, what it did for uh, found footage. Hey, Billfer. Billfer. How you doing today? How's New York? <laughs> um, but yeah, well, yeah, you're right. Uh, how Blair Witch uh, started the uh, lo- the found footage mm-hmm. thing, and then I think, and even then, I'll say that where Blair where Blair Witch took it, movies like uh, Paranormal Activity took it to a different level, and then like films start kind of. Capitalize on that. Uh, uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. No, I mean, they did. They did. They took it to a different level. <laughs> In my opinion, they took it to the, the crapper. But <laughs> I hate that series. I finally watched it last year. Oh, I wish I never, never watched it. No. I'm going to remember this so I can. It, it might be the clip. It might be the clip for YouTube. Um, but uh, <laughs> I love that. But all right. Let's not delay. We're talking about. Uh, Scream 2 came out in 1997. Uh, two years, it says two years, set two years after the first series of murders at Sydney. Uh, Sydney's a college with, uh, with, um, you know, Randy, yeah. and the murders start happening again. And there's also a movie that's about their life, and maybe it's related. Um, once again, uh, we know who the stars. Everybody returns. Um, we'll talk about the people that, as we as we discuss it. Is there any uh, 
numbers. You don't have any numbers. Don't worry about numbers. No, I didn't. I didn't get We don't numbers. do numbers. We're not doing numbers anymore. I'm sorry. Um, New York stinks. Scream 2, don't scare me because New York is so violent and dangerous. Well, you live a real horror movie. It's called New York. Um, and there's some good things about New York. The rats are... Really? Not, the people are know, great. They're not... They're just phenomenal people in New York. Bilford's one of them. So come Bilford's on. one of them. Yes, yeah, thank you, Bill. The fine person. I, I love Bilford. Bilford is awesome. You want to um, attack New York, man? No, you ain't I don't snake. Want... All right, you ain't snake. Quit attacking New York. Uh, nor am I, Jason. Nor am I, Jason. Poor he's. Uh, anyway, uh, Brandon. Uh, yeah. So this movie, uh, some production stuff. This movie was made a year after uh, Scream. Uh, the screen, the first film came out, yeah. as and the production was a bit rushed. They had to change some things because there was supposedly a script leak. Uh, and uh, uh, do you know who the killers was supposed to be in the original? Or according to, I don't know if it's a fake script leak or uh, it was no. just to throw throw people I, off the trail. I just remember Scream Three got leaked. Uh, Stu was supposed to be back in it, and they had to change things. Uh, no, I didn't read. I didn't hear anything about the second one. So, it, according to, um, according to this, uh, this is who the killers was supposed to be. Well, I, we could talk about it later on. We'll talk about it. Just remind me. Um, but we start with now. You know, we talked about the opening of the first film uh, with uh, Drew Barrymore, uh, which was really a really great opening. Uh, but I, I, I'll go out on a limb and say that the opening in this one was actually really good as well. I, I love yeah, the I really, atmosphere. Yeah, I like this one because uh, there's a little bit of black humor in it too as well uh, about how the black people always die first in these type of movies. <laughs> oh, you literally meant black humor. Yeah, okay. Yes. This might, this might be the clip for YouTube. No, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, I love the literally. conversation they're having, you know, when they're in line about she doesn't want to. She wants to go see Sandra Bullock, and he wants to watch Stab because he he likes horror films and stuff. And she's like, "Well, th there's never any black people in this movie because we die first if we're in it. That's our role." <laughs> yeah. And I hate Jada Pinkett Smith. I hate her with a passion. So seeing her die gave me. I rejoiced, but then I felt bad because I realized, you know, her character wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah. But by the way, Bill first says he's out. He, uh, yeah, he says screen franchise. Always, oh yeah. He's screen franchise. My favorite characters always die. I'm out. So, hey, sorry, buddy. Enjoy New York. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I think that, um, uh, uh, Jada Pickett, like I love the uh, stuff with her, her and Omar Epps. Yeah. Um, and uh, the just I always thought like a, a movie theater is always a perfect location for like horror stuff. Um, just from my experience working at the theater, and it I got is, the it, I got the feel reality, you know, um, the shoot shootouts and yeah, yeah, I, unfortunately, I, yeah, yeah. I, and you, when we get later to it, when we reveal the killers, his reasoning, he's got a point. I hate to say it, but he, he, he's got a valid point. 
what some people do. They they get inspiration from films. Yeah, and that's sad. Uh, but yeah, the um, and so we have there. There's a uh, studio screening, exclusive screening for Stab, which is there in in film version of screen yeah. essentially of what happened which i love that that continues as a trope and also uh we gotta also realize that um so scary movie came out uh let's see in 2000 so it came out like like after this one but at that point you know what's funny is i always thought scary movie came out like immediately following screen as yeah. like a mock, a mock of it, uh, but no, but no, this movie, man, the uh, the idea that um, that uh, people can be in a the movie theater and uh, somebody could literally be getting murdered in front of a pe- in front of people, and nobody know that they're being murdered. Uh, it's actually terrifying. You know, they're just having a good time at the theater. You know, it's a it's the cinematic experience. I've never seen a crowd like this, though. I gotta be honest. <laughs> yeah, that would get, that would get on my nerves. Honestly, I, I would be like, "Would y'all please sit down?" Like, <laughs> like I've been I've been in uh, some excited crowds, like whenever a Star Wars came on, and you know, a long, long time ago, pops up. People yeah. would people would shout. Uh, seeing uh, when Halloween, when the like Halloween twenty eighteen, that was a fun experience. Uh, but I've never been in. I don't, I've, even employee screenings, I don't think I've ever been in a screening or a showing where it was just that rowdy. Like, there's so much going on. Yeah, I would, chaotic. maybe Rocky Horror, maybe the Rocky Horror Picture Show when I went and seen that because they, they do a lot of live things with the screen. But yeah, um, well, let, Omar Epps. So, I, Jada Pickett and Omar Epps, both of them were fairly big names at the time, would you say? Yeah, I think Omar, this is 97, right? Yeah. I think he had done Major League Two, I think, or he was getting about to do it. Uh, he did He did Juice. Uh, he uh, Dracula 2000 came out in 2000, so it's before that. And Love and Basketball, which is probably his biggest film, was yeah. uh, in 2000. But, yeah, he was known at that point for uh, – Juice, but I mean, it's but he was very known. I, like I knew him, so when I seen him, I'm like, hey, Omar Epps, you know, it's not like somebody you didn't know. And Jada Pickett, of course, at that point was Jada Pickett. Everybody yeah. knew Jada Pickett at that point. Um, did you like her then? Because I didn't like then, her then. <laughs> then, I, then I did because like because um of set it off, and uh and what's the other film? Um, I know she didn't uh, know. Tales from the Crypt. Um, uh, the uh, what's that one? Tales from the Crypt. Um, Demon Knight. Oh, uh, she's in. She's in there, and that's where that's where I kind of I, I seen her in Set It Off, and then Tales from the Crypt. And I always felt like that was like a continuation from Set It Off. Like her character ends up going down to this place, and that's where she was. Uh, but that's how I always kind of treated it in my mind. But. Uh, like the, I love the idea of Bill. Uh, <laughs> hey man, hey, tell Will Smith. He still hates uh, Will Smith now. He still hates him. <laughs> I love Will. Who me? I don't hate him. I just don't. I don't re- respect him as much. Um, but 
but yeah, um, I also don't respect the dude that plays Flash. Like the only reason why I would see that movie is because of Michael Keaton. I, that other guy literally uh, just. So so they, why don't they fire him? Why don't they fire? I hope they is he gonna die? That would people be got a problem with Will slapping Chris Rock. Yet some people don't even have a problem with Ezra Miller still playing the Flash. You know, I, I, facts. Yeah, the dude You're literally right. kidnapped people. <laughs> he, <laughs> he he truly did assault people. Now you can argue the fact with where Will actually assaulted Chris. It was to me, it was a little, it was a little slap. It wasn't as violent as what Ezra was doing. He was throwing chairs at people. So, <laughs> but people give him a pass. I don't, I don't really care to see the movie. I'm going for Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck. It's Ben's supposedly last chance to play the character. So, but yeah. I, I just hope that they kill Flash is where I'm at. They're going to bring him back, man. I, I, see, I'd be okay with they killed him and they brought back uh, the I guess Barry. What's the name? The guy that plays him on, in no, the no, show. No, 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 no. Ezra is going to stay as Flash. James Gunn. DC. DC. What are you? DC. You're weird. You're a weird place, DC. You're a weird universe. James Gunn. Come on, bro. UFC started a new TV called Power Slap. I've seen that, bro. I actually seen that. It was actually it's very entertaining, um, but uh, I wouldn't do it because I know that I'll get knocked out. So, although some guy at work this week threatened to stomp me, so hey, let's see. He um, threatened you? Yes. But anyway. Um, wow. But but yeah, back to this. So um, yeah, so the the stereotype of black people talking in in movie theaters, which. It's like everything that she said, like to the screen, makes sense for me. I'm like, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't go in there. You're gonna, you're gonna die. You know, it's very, uh, very. I loved it, man. Um, and uh, what? So, Omar Epps, he died because of his own ignorance. Like nobody who puts a face here to a bathroom stall in the public. When? I did when I was little. I was like a, a teenager. Yeah. This guy what was making doing? some weird sounds, just like Ghostface was. And I put my ear to the stall. Thankfully, no knife came at me. Well, what, what did come at your ear, Brandon? Was there a hole there? He wanted a number. This happened at Walmart, actually. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I ran out of the bathroom, man. I had to get out. <laughs> Wow. Oh, wow. That's great. That's great. That's back great when they story. were like uh, sticking their hands underneath the stalls to, for numbers and stuff. You know, it was, it was a, it's, it's a messed up time. It's just, <laughs> you, was, you could have been assaulted, Brandon. I, you could have been, been like, <laughs> I'm glad you had a good knowledge to run out of the Walmart bathroom. <laughs> I was like was 16, no, no 17. Problem. Oh, so he thought you was in it, in it to win it. <laughs> you put your ear. I was to in it to lose it. I tell you that. At Walmart, at Walmart, no less. Ugh. Oh, Walmart's bad. Yes. Lost offers yeah. at Walmart. Yeah, um, but so he dies. Um, yeah. And then, like the killer takes his jacket and sits next to Jada, 
and uh and stabs her. Uh and I noticed looking at it this time there's at least a woman or two in the audience that notices the the blood on her and kind of the whole time is kind of like looking like what's this? Like this is real, like what's going on? Um and so I see some people in the audience noticing what's going on, but you know, not sure of what's going on. Um, but I thought that that was a great code open of a movie. Yeah, it kind of uh, gets the, it, it. Scream is really good at that, I think. But except for in four, I think I would argue. But in, in Scream, is really good at the code opens. Yeah, I also like the fact that her name was Maureen, which is Sydney's mom's name, and it's mm-hmm. basically this. These killers are remaking what happened in Woodsboro. It's just a, a remake pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I like that idea, you know, a lot of stuff going on in the screen franchise though. You, it's just so much going on. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, you, you know what? And, and they, they mentioned this in some prop, which is true uh, because of the screen movie, uh, the advent or the eve, like they invented or came up with or helped rush out, Color ID because of the screen movies, uh, uh, the screen film, uh, which I I remember there was a time when somebody would call you, you wouldn't know who's calling unless you just asked, obviously. Like, there's no way of, like, seeing, but I remember when we got a Color ID and how, like, groundbreaking it was, like, oh, I can see who's calling me, you know. Uh, I remember it was, like, a little uh, one that's apart from your phone then eventually it became a part of your phone. Uh, you, isn't it crazy how we just lived through that time frame in our life where, like, how phones adapted? And plus, cell phones, well, we're going to get into that, uh, how cell phones adapted. Like, back here in this movie, uh, when they was looking for whoever had phones, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of people. Now, today, it'd be, like, crazy. Everybody has a phone. Everybody's got a phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even kids have phones. It's, it's insane. This is, uh, but yeah, uh, so uh, Sydney Prescott is in college, um, and she gets uh, prank calls a lot. But um, she wakes up to news that there was uh, a murder at a screening of Stab, which is a movie about the life. And uh, from there, we get to see Randy, and not only do we see Randy, but uh, we get to see. One of Brandon's, oops, oh, I did that at the wrong spot. That's why, my bad. Um, we got to see one of Brandon's favorite people. If I can pull it up here, uh, you know who he is, Brando. Uh, yes, he can come back too. He's part of the Scream franchise, he can come back. <laughs> yeah, he can. I, I added stuff to the wrong spot. Oh, and here we go. So this is who I'm talking about. Josh Your Jackson. Guy, Josh Jackson. Who was – now was Dawson's Creek a thing at this point? Yes, it was in its second season at this point. So, yeah. Okay. It's uh, – I, I always found it funny that he was in this and Sarah Michelle Gellar was in this from I Know What You Did Last Summer, Buffy, CW, Buffy. you know – and now I, I laugh about it because they they cast Jerry O'Connell as Sydney's boyfriend in this movie. The dude don't even 
I mean, as far as acting goes, I don't think he works anymore. I think he's on The View, but. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't work. His last movie I remember him in was Tomcat. Um, That's actually, well, last movie I saw him in was uh, Piranha 3D. Yeah. That is, uh, you know, his. But I know him mostly from, obviously, Stand By Me. Um, yeah. But, but, um, but my show that he was in was um, Sliders. It was a show back in like the 2000s that was kind of like for me a good little follow up to like something like a quantum leap almost because it does what not time travel but traveling through like different dimensions or different uh, to different universes. Uh, so uh, I thought that was really uh, cool. But you mentioned Sarah Michelle Geller. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller is like at this time she was big. She's probably one of the biggest names that they had in here because Buffy was was huge, I think at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Buffy fairly new at the point. Yeah, I think Buffy started in '96. I think. Um, yeah, Buffy started in '97. Well, actually, oh, '97. Yeah, Buffy '97. Yeah. Okay. It was, she was doing so Buffy same when year. She was doing this. And maybe who knew that Buffy was going to be like? I mean, Buffy became its own thing. It has its own uh, comic book series. It has yeah. like a lot of fan fiction. Buffy, like, and then Spawn Angel, which we talked about. David David Boreales is in uh, was in Valentine's Day or Valentine, which wanted to be extreme. Um, so, um, and then Timothy Oliphant, uh, who was pretty unknown. In my opinion, then, um, who uh, I love in Justified, obviously, it's like one of my favorite things that he's in. Um, do you know anything about him? Well, I mean, later on in his career, yeah, I mean, he was the star of the crazies. Um, he did a show with Reese, not Reese, but uh, Drew Barrymore on Netflix. Uh, he did another show, I just can't think of it. But he did a few movies that I knew him from. Uh, I've always loved him. I thought he's a very tremendous actor. You know, and somebody somebody tried to say, I was watching a video on uh, YouTube about, like, Scream 2, and someone, and I, I take offense to it. They called him a second-rate stew. stew uh, but I don't think that, I felt like he, he wasn't trying to be stew. I felt that he was trying to, just show that he's insane. He's like Stu. Stu's not crazy. Stu was just gullible, and he he failed to peer pressure, like he said. Yeah. But I think that. But I think that Mickey was insane. Mickey was clearly nuts. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I I don't get the Stu comparison at all. I would say it's Randy. If he was insane. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Randy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Randy, if he's insane. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. Speaking of Randy, you know what? When I first seen this film well, a long time ago, every time I seen it, I always felt like bad that Randy died. But here, it was necessary. It was a necessary death, I think. Because um, you want to you feel like somebody, if it was between him and, if it was between him and Dewey at that point, I'd rather have been Randy. At that point, yeah, I still would always would would rather be Randy. I never want it, wanted it to be Dewey. 
Never. I think at that but, point I would want rather wanted Dewey because Dewey just. I think I felt like they failed his character. Do you feel like they failed Dewey's character the way they had him, like with the uh, no? I disability? just don't think they ever looked at him as this really big character in the first four films. Scream Five, I think, did him justice. And then you look at the whole body of work of the Dewey character, and you realize he's kind of the heart of it. Hmm. But in each individual movie, he's never really the attraction. They always tease his death in every single movie. It just feels that way. Uh, maybe not, but it feels that way. They definitely do in the first two movies. But um, yeah. I would rather have Randy live here in this, this film because he just seemed like a bigger attraction, a bigger character, more lovable than Dewey. But overall... I like... I like Randy though. I like. I don't want yeah. you to think that I hate Randy. I actually like Randy. I think Randy was, um, was and was one of the. He's one of the characters that when they when they do that little brief cameo from him in the, uh, in the uh, next one that we see, yeah. I always tear up a little bit because I'm like, man, I, you know, I like I like Randy. And when you don't have Randy, you're like, man, you kind of miss that. Uh, yeah. And that's why I love, and that's why I'm praying that they do not kill. His niece in the in this series that's that's that we have now going forward because I like I love that we have a character that's like Randy again. So yeah, um, I mean I don't I'm not attached to her. I'm not attached to uh, any of any the other characters really. I just like the journey we're going on. Um, but if any of them die, it's not going to hit me. I would, there was an attachment with Randy, with Dewey. I mean, there, there just was. Um, I don't know. You just, I just don't feel the attachment with the new characters. But I do like yeah. the main two. I like the sisters a lot, but I don't. If they die, I, it's not going to bother me. It's, yeah. I understand that. Uh, what was your, what's your thoughts on, uh, first of all, uh, we want to, I want to uh, mention, uh, cameo that we had in here um it is actually david arquette's father uh playing the um playing the chief chief uh hartley lewis arquette uh i love that little moment that, that they shared together when he was when his father's going into the courtroom uh, court, uh, the the sheriff station and yeah. he's leaving and he kind of uh gives him a pat on the shoulder uh just like you know, I love that. The last time, obviously, he died um, after uh, I think Little Nicky. I think his last role was in Little Nicky, um, David Arquette's father. Um, but yeah, what did you think? Did you know that it was his father? Or I, no? I had no idea that was his father. No yeah. idea. So yeah. I think it's a cool thing that they got to share the screen together. But I had no idea. Yeah, it's just pops. Um, but yeah, uh, and then there's some more people that we. So, what were your thoughts on? Let's talk. Let's talk about um, Joe, the cameraman, and the smartest character in the screen movie. Do you feel like he's the smartest guy ever to get out of Dodge? I mean, yeah, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> you don't want to be in that situation when there's a serial killer on the loose. You want to be away from it, but um, but also means you lose screen time. So, you know, 
I don't even but know. He's still, he's still pretty memorable, though. I think he's still memorable. Yeah. Uh, he's more memorable for me than Haley. Haley, uh, which was Sydney's roommate. Like, yeah. She's so forgettable. Like, I honestly forget that she's in this film, which is sad. Uh, but she was supposed to be the original, one of the original killers, by the way. Um, and then, like, when they rewrote it, it just they didn't really know what to do with her character. Uh, but uh, it was her, it was going to be uh, her, uh, Sydney's boyfriend, which is uh, Jerry O'Connor. And, uh, and one more person. I, I think, I think. Yeah, and then it was going to be uh, Deb Deborah Salt, uh, Mrs. Loomis. Um, At least they kept Loomis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's what it was going to be, but it was going to be Mickey. Um, but yeah, but I like. I think it's better that they made it Mickey and that they made it. I, I love that they made it Mrs. Loomis, and honestly, I didn't want her to die. I thought that I liked her. I loved her. I love the actress, by the way. Uh, yeah, Lori. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's excellent. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we know Roseanne and the Connors, which her work on there, but she is a fantastic actress. So, she, you know, uh, when I first saw her in this movie back in the day, yeah. I was like, oh man, Jackie. <laughs> it's like, that's, what, that's what I thought too. Like, when I first saw her, I, like, I didn't even know her real name, but I just called her Jackie from, uh, <laughs> but, uh, she, uh, and uh, and with her character, you absolutely know why she. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, like it makes sense like that she would, she would want to avenge her son. Uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. That made more sense than Mickey's, although he has some points. <laughs> he does. I mean, especially today. I mean, it it, it stands the test of time how certain mm -hmm. people think and what they'll go to do to be get their fifteen minutes of fame. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. People eat Tide Pods on camera. People glue their lips shut and stuff. And people do anything to become famous. And it's yeah. sad. Sad. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's really sad. And and when I think of the, the original opening here with the theater, I can't help but think of the guy that dressed up as the Joker. Went in and killed all those people. Yeah, uh, uh, Holmes. Something Holmes, I think. Yeah, um, it was the Dark Knight Rises opening weekend. Yeah, I was literally—I remember going to opening weekend. I was scared to death that something was going to happen in Bowling Green. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. But, I remember. Uh, I remember. Like I remember for the Joker, uh, Walking Phoenix Joker, because of what happened with that Joker film. Yeah, uh, they started really like when I worked at the theater. We had to really check people check bags and stuff because they was afraid that somebody was going to try to emulate Joker because he's such a Joker is such a character that that uh, uh, like anarchist that you know yeah. the chaos he, he craves chaos and, and people who love chaos you know flock to the Joker Joker is my favorite DC character actually so I mean, he's uh, other, favorite, other than, other than, other than Superman but yeah, yeah. I have a thing for the villains, I'm told. So, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But um, uh, you you asked for more uh, Cotton Weary, and you got it. How did you feel about more Cotton Weary? I loved it. I loved his, uh, you know, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Lee uh, Lee Schreiber, that dude. Uh, I I mean, I love him as an actor, 
but I love him as Cotton. I wanted more of Cotton. I really did. And unfortunately we didn't get a whole lot more in the next one, but um, I thought he did a great job. Yeah. I, I would say that. I'll, I'll wait to the next one to say that because I'll talk about it then. I, I agree with you. I loved, I loved more Cotton. And, and I wanted Cotton to continue to be a character. Yeah. If you know what I mean. So, you know. But he has some really good lines. I He has some really good moments where, you know, he, you sing with the blood. And it's just his expressions with the blood. It's, just, it's like, uh-oh. uh-oh. I'm back yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah. You know what, what with Cotton, uh, that's what I noticed about Cotton watching it this time around, that he is pretty much aloof as to, like, what's going on around him. Like, he just there to be like, hey, I want to get a story out and do an interview, and I think it'd be good for, for both of us and uh, help to get me uh, that, that fame and notoriety so I can – he's chasing fame too, but he's yeah. chasing it to the point where he's not even – thinking about this, there's murders happening around him. It's like, he's oblivious to that. It's, it's not until, like, it's not until he has the blood on his hands that he's like, oh, yeah, people are dying here. Like, what's going on? You know. You know. Yeah, I really I really liked him. Uh, I thought he did a really good job. Um, I liked him when he had a chance to work with uh, Sidney, well, Nev Campbell. I thought mm-hmm. they really had good chemistry in a couple scenes they had together. Uh but I tell you, the one person I just do not like in Courtney the Cox. is what? Courtney Cox. Yes, I, I just don't like her. You just don't like Gail Weathers. I don't. Um, I just think she she either should be killed off or she should be the killer. I she honestly think that story. Uh, like I don't want no spoilers. This is just my own personal thoughts. I think that she would probably be the one that gets killed off because you got to have another legendary legend die. I think yeah. it would probably be Gail. I can see Courtney Cox uh, being done uh, with the with the series. I wish I wish that they was able to bring Nev back, uh, but um, and maybe she can sit. Yeah, she'll sit this one out. Maybe come back eventually. Or if they're wrapping her story, I'm okay, I'm okay with it. And it makes sense to wrap her story because yeah. you know stop, people like maybe the killers will understand eventually. It's not coming at the Stop coming out to Sydney because you will die. Sydney, Sydney's about it. Um, <laughs> Sydney know how to use the gun. So, so um, but yeah, but then same thing. You don't want Billy Loomis's daughter. She can use a knife. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, if I had, to, this is just my thoughts. I haven't read anything or anything. But if I had this, if it was going to be. If the killer is somebody from the last movie, I think it's going to be her. Uh, Billy's daughter? Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting thought. I never even thought about that. So, I'm hoping yeah. it's not going to be anybody that's front and center. I hope it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> and you know where yeah. I, I hope it goes. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Um, but um, do you remember being shocked that uh, that uh, Lori Metcalf uh, was revealed to be uh, uh, Billy's mother when you, oh, when you yeah. first saw it. At the first, yeah, I never, I couldn't get past Jackie. You know, I couldn't get past that. I was like, I just it threw me for a loop. Now the Mickey played- character—that's not a shock. I, that was pretty predictable. But watching yeah. it back this time around, I, I there was moments. 
Yeah, I was like, okay, I, she fits it. You, you didn't know yeah. she was Billy's mom until the end, but she's always around when there's a killer being when mm-hmm. someone's being killed. She's always around. So, and plus, how Randy dies. That was personal. Yeah. I thought she killed him because of what he said about Billy. Yeah. I don't yeah. believe he was even a thought of being attacked. No, I think point. I think in reality, she got she got Gail's phone because she wanted to kill Gail in the van. Uh, but Gail instead told Randy to stay on stay on the phone yeah. and uh and they went searching or whatever. And so he just happened to get close enough to the van where she grabbed him and stabbed him and killed him. Um, but I, but I don't think that that was her her aim. I think that the the end game is always going to be Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. But I think that um, I think that because I was looking at it to see who did what. I think majority of the kills in here was uh, was Mickey, but I think that. The the um, stuff chasing Gail and doing uh, was was uh, Deborah uh, or Mrs. Loomis, and I think obviously killing Randy in the van because she admit that she killed she got stab happy for Randy, so yeah. I think that those are the only two deaths that she, she did. But I think every every other death was actually Mickey. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. It makes more sense. I mean, just her size. You did, you know, didn't really see her size throughout the movie with the ghost face mask on. So uh, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Uh, we haven't really talked. See, who have we not talked about? Not Dewey. Well, I guess we uh, talked about everybody, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, we didn't, you didn't mention the cameo at the party. The cameo at the party. All right. Uh, thank you. All right. Let me, uh, by the way, let's go ahead and show for the, those that don't know what I'm talking about. There's Deborah um, Salt, a.k.a. Lori uh, Metcalf. Is her name? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And she she was, she's a, scene, she's a scene stealer in every single scene she's in. Yeah, she is. Um, honestly, she was like, she's so good. I love, I love, I, I, like, I, get, I, I understood her motivation. And I, I understood her frustration. Why she just wants Sydney to die. So I understand that. Um, also, we didn't talk about this cameo who played uh, Heather. Heather Graham uh, shows up uh, in the Stab movie as uh, Drew Barrymore's character, Cece. Yeah. Not Cece. What's her name? Uh, I don't remember it. I think it starts with a B. Becky, Becca, Casey. Yeah, Casey. Casey. Yeah, Casey. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you can't really make it out. But in this picture, uh, I see him in the middle of these two. Yeah, that's Stu, aka Matthew Lillard. He was actually at the time dating Nev Campbell, uh, and so he came up there to see her there while they were shooting. And he got a cameo, and I had no idea. I just found that out yesterday that he had a cameo in the movie. Uh, and then Brandon said, because he's still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> he was going to be brought back in a third movie. 
still alive. So I'm saying that cameo is just Stu showing up. Stu, Stu, he's doing. He's doing. You know, it'd be funny though if he's if they do bring him back and he's like the mastermind behind all the movies, but he just never is shown as Ghostface. Oh, that'd be kind of be dope. Where and you can kind of show him talking to uh, Roman and uh, you yeah. know and uh, the other characters and kind of like teaching the younger ones to kind of do it, you know, or, or it would also kinda... show that he was truly the mastermind in the original film. It wasn't yeah. Bill, like we think. It was Stu. Yeah, he probably he stared he stared Billy into doing it. Yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd be pretty dope. Um like yeah. But I um so yeah, Matthew Lillard makes a cameo in Spring Two and at this character is supposedly dead. Um but he plays just a guy at a party, obviously. Uh, but yeah, it's just like I love that. I love that. Um, yeah. So then, I mean, obviously, we revealed who the killer killers were. Um, Sydney got her roommate killed. I'm gonna say Sydney got two people killed in this movie. Yeah, her boyfriend and her roommate. That was, that was totally her fault, in my opinion. But to her defense, and I don't come to Nev Campbell's defense often. <laughs> She has trust issues, you know. They're very high up there. Like my boyfriend tried to kill me a year ago. I couldn't trust anybody. And Mickey's your best friend. Stu was Billy's best friend. I mean, you know, it's, she has yeah. trust issues. So I understand it. Now with the now the roommate, yeah, that's an unfortunate incident there <laughs> that you had to cross. You had to you know, the killer's right there. So, I mean, in that front seat. So, it's just... So, would you have gone back to try to get the mask off? Yeah, I mean, if you're smart about it, you take that mask off and find out who he is. I would just took it off right then immediately after your, the roommate got out. Like, hey, let's take off the mask and see who it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we all know that it was Mickey. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, Mickey's motivation is he wants to become famous. He thinks that he's going to blame the movies and yeah. uh, the trial is going to be the thing. It's the trial, baby. The trial is going to be where, you know, things pop. And I think it was the motivation of the kids in Scream 4. I think it's kind of their motivation as well. Uh, well, at least one of them, I think, he, I think that was his thing. I don't remember. I can't wait to watch that again. Uh, but all in all, man, uh, we get uh, so Mrs. Loomis kills Mickey, yeah, or shoots Mickey, uh, and then she and Sydney has this little cat and mouse game essentially uh, that ends with um, Cotton Weary, also also uh, uh, your girl that you don't like. Uh, <laughs> Gail gets shot, and you you thinking, oh, I hope she dies, but she's not. Um, but you have, in the midst of all this, oh, that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to tell you that I loved about this whole, the chase scene with Gail and uh, the ghost face. I loved, I, I thought about the idea that a, a, a campus is a perfect location for like a, a, a slasher film as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, just something about because they're older buildings, uh, like the old. 
I just I thought about that. Like just you know, just going through these old buildings. And it reminded me a lot of WKU because there was like the radio station on like one of the floors in mass media. Um and uh and there's uh like the, these all these different rooms that you go in. Um but I thought that was a really good, really good idea. Um but yeah, what were your thoughts on the location of it being taking place on the campus? I loved it. I thought that's clearly the next step uh, after high school. You know, you shoot some stuff at a high school at a, ho- at a high school party. Next film, it's it's got to be college and a campus. You know, and I, I love the whole mystery of it. It, it. I do kind of feel this way about Scream. It is kind of a Scooby Doo mystery with every film. I know Part Three gets labeled the definite Scooby Doo mystery, but I think they all are. I mean. And they're, they're so much fun to watch. It's just the the layers they that comes with them, and it's just so much fun to watch how it plays out. I have a question for you. So, so with I, I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. Do you think they pivoted because of Scream Two? And because uh, in the in the beginning of I know what you did last summer, she's in college, yeah. and instead they go on a vacation to like a tropical island. Um, and uh, do you feel like they pivoted and uh, didn't want to do it on campus like Scream did? Because, like, it came out in 98. It was already comparisons. The first one already got comparisons to the, to Scream, so you don't want to do it at a campus, get even more comparisons. Uh, so, yeah, I think so. Um, I originally liked the, the, the island uh, location, but the last few times I've seen it, it just – it feels like something's missing in that movie. Are they remaking that one? Are they no, remaking that one? It's getting a third, like a legit sequel with Freddy and Jennifer Love Hewitt coming back. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, okay. That'd be interesting. Um, they're going to scream it. But, yeah. They're going to scream it. <laughs> or Halloween. Now it's going to be screamed. Um, well, well, Halloween, I guess you could say that Halloween reinvented their genre as well by saying, let's go to the original and make it, you know, like continue that. Um, yeah, the reason I say scream it though is because they're not going to Halloween it where it's just going to be a direct sequel to the first movie. It's going to be a sequel to I still know what you did last summer from everything so, I've seen. But they're okay. going to scream it because it's going to be, they're going to bring the legacy characters back in a supporting role with a new cast. That's, that's a hmm. scream it. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, so, um, but yeah, as I was saying, uh, in the final finale, we have uh, Mrs. Loomis and uh, uh, Sydney, and she ho- she has a knife up to Sydney's li- Sydney's neck, throat rather, and Cotton gets the gun and he jumps, and it looks like he might let Mrs. Loomis kill Sydney, yeah. but then like uh, Sydney says. Uh, yeah, I give you that Diane Sawyer interview, and Cotton, Cotton shoots, which was great. It's great. Like her, uh, Mrs. Loomis, surprised as like she didn't know there was even an option. Like that was going on. Like that's a whole conversation that him and Sydney had at the library. You know, yeah. Like when when she when he seen her earlier, um, but yeah, uh, consider it done, which is great. Um, and then, like, um, they shoot, they shoot Mickey again, 
And then, like, she put one more in uh, the head of M- Mrs. Loomis. Um, yeah. And that's pretty much the end of the movie. Cotton becomes famous. Uh, yeah. And Sydney walks off. <clears throat> yeah, she gives yeah. him his 15 minutes of fame. Um, the only, like to stab him in the back, don't it? Yeah. yeah. The only thing I have a problem in this movie, and it's not a big problem, it's mm-hmm. just the reveals. They weren't as strong as the first movie when they do reveal it, who the killers are. And yeah, that reveal is, yeah, really good. Um, but like, it doesn't take away from the movie or nothing, in my opinion. I had a blast watching it again. I actually liked it better this time than I have in previous years. Well, so the reveal that it was Mickey wasn't that big of a whoop, but the reveal that it was, uh, but the reveal that it was. Uh, Mrs. Loomis, that, yeah. that's Mrs. Loomis was a twist. Um, but no, the reveal at the end of the first movie is always going to be the best. My biggest gripe with the movie is um, the way they did Dewey, like with his uh, his nerve damage and stuff. Um, I hated that. I'm glad that they corrected it in the other series going forward. They corrected it. Um, but yeah. I hated that, like with the nerve damage um, stuff. Yeah, I, I like what Randy advice. said. What's with the limp? You got stabbed in the back. It was almost like he was accusing <laughs> when yeah. he said it. It's like you're you're a suspect because <laughs> you're walking with a limp. He says it's nerve damage. <laughs> you know, I remember from the trailer for this movie back in the day when he says, "If I'm a suspect, then you're a suspect." And he said, "You're right. Let's move on." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, but uh, I remember that uh, I remember that trailer. Uh, just all right. You ready to go ahead and give the numbers? Yeah, no, no. You ready to give your marks? Yes, sir. You can go first. All right. I'm gonna give this a five out of five. I I had a blast watching it again. Yeah, last year when I watched it, I gave it a four out of five. But I liked it better. I, I had a great time. There was the pacing was great. The the kills were good. Uh, I liked the characters. Uh, I love this movie, man. I love this franchise. It, to me, it's the best slasher franchise of them all. That's Quality. pretty good, man. I'm not saying killer. Don't confuse the two. <laughs> Quality of the films, I think it's the best. Yeah, I give it. Uh, I give it four and four point five out of five. Uh, I, the only thing that I didn't like about it, honestly, was uh, like the. Stewie, uh, the, not not Stewie, but the uh, Dewey limp is the only thing. Like, but like him falling down the stairs and stuff. I just like, I just hated that they do it. To, did did that to him? But yeah. also, but I loved, <laughs> I loved the character. I, I loved, I loved the movie though. I thought it was still a great movie. Um, and like you said, it's this is by far the best slasher franchise. This is probably the best horror franchise that has been consistent. And, and, you know, you can't say that for all of them. Can't say that for you Halloween have, no more. Or you could have debated Saw until they mm-hmm. did Jigsaw and maybe Spiral. <laughs> but, you know, like one through seven or whatever it was, they they, they were sharp, man. They, 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 really they stuck the landing. They stuck yeah. the landing in those. But then they um, did Jigsaw, which is like a one of, I don't know, it's like in between two and three or something. And he looks so old. It just, you go back and watch it all 
it just it don't work. And then of course Spiral, he's not even the killer. He's not alive. He's not has no no part in it. It's just it's a seven ripoff in my opinion that I did enjoy, but Chris Rock tried too hard. I didn't like it. I remember. I not know you didn't like it, but um, but yeah, I think that uh, if you look at any of any movie franchise like horror franchise and i consider like um what is it um what's that what's that with the purge the purge series is a franchise as well um i think that i think i i, I like for the most part a lot of the purge films yeah. but there's still some that's not as strong but with this one I honestly think that all the movies are still strong. Even the one that I think the weakest one would be the third one that we watch next week. But I think that it's still strong. It's weak, but it's not it's not weak, weak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a good movie. I mean, it's it's a lot better than other films that come out with a part three. Uh, but I, I don't know. I I've always said it's not really about Ghostface in this franchise. It's it's about the characters, you know. Yeah, it is about the characters. Yeah. Your attachment um, to the characters. I, I know. I just love it. I love where it goes. Um, I love that's going yeah. to Hollywood next, even though that's probably not realistically. <laughs> but I, I love that it does go to Hollywood. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, it it does. It is, and we're going to talk about it next week because it kind of attaches it to. And it's crazy because the Weinstein's produce this. So, wow. It's like going to be very meta. But, um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed the movie um, and I, I enjoyed going back to watch it. Um, just these are, these are, it's like I said it last week, it's my, it's my franchise, man. Sad to say it. I love Halloween because it's a hometown thing, but Halloween kills or ends, ends. Ended Halloween for me, uh, and it's sad they did my boy wrong, but yeah, at least I still have Ghostface. Um, <laughs> all right, well, uh, that's that should that'd be it for this week's episode. Uh, Brandon, what do you want the people to do? We would like you to subscribe to our channel if you enjoyed this episode or or to keep up with future episodes so you don't have to go searching. On that search engine, just click that subscribe button right now. There you go. Click it. Uh, and, and you can also uh, like and share and comment. <laughs> do yeah. what you do. Yeah. And tell us uh, who uh, do you like screen? Um, do you are you glad that the killers ended up being Mickey and uh, Mrs. Loomis, or would you rather have been Haley and uh, Jerry O'Connor? Which nobody wants. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to see the boyfriend again. Um, but it's coming. We don't. Yeah, <laughs> like but we get that. We get that, don't we? Uh, uh, you know, but, uh, I think honestly, Gail needs to be a killer. Eventually, you she know just, what? Uh, she just she got that vibe, man. I would say this about the the last one that we before we even get to it uh, again. But I would say that I didn't see him. I didn't see the boyfriend as the killer. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I think that that was legitimately me like, oh, wow, I didn't see that, that he's the killer. Uh, they, they, they did a good job of subverting that. Even though Dewey, Dewey, Dewey always, 
Dewey calls out every killer, honestly, in the movie, in the show. Just listen to what Dewey says. Because he said, he says, uh, no, 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 Randy did it in this one. He says, nobody's seen uh, Jason Voorhees, uh, Mrs. Voorhees as a killer. You know, but it was a twist, as a shot. So, went over our heads. We didn't know that, in this case, it's Mrs. Loomis. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. All right. Uh, we thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And have a great rest of your weekend. And if you see Quantumania, don't ruin it for people. Ooh, I'm not going to say a word. You seen it already? I have not, but I've heard bad things. <laughs> I've heard bad things. I, but I haven't heard it. I've seen people's faces on their thumbnails just, on YouTube. It's Marvel. It's Marvel. It's Marvel, it's Marvel. today. It's Marvel today. All right, well, we thank you for listening and watching. Uh, you have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks for marking out with us. Thank you.